overseers or the sky guys later on down the line. All I'm saying is we lost our way, y'all. Like now we we say they're not we, we're not religious and we don't believe in ghosts and spirits and all this other stuff, but then you turned your own ancestors into attributes. Look at you. You turned your own people who left all of these sciences into attributes. But if we talk about the Greeks and their philosophers, nobody attributes them. If you bring up Ptolemy, if you bring up Socrates, nobody attributes them. Everybody say, well, these were people who stole our sciences. Okay, so then who were the ones who taught us the sciences? Oh, those were attributes. Okay, cool. Like, no, they, that's how they got us. So I wanted to ask you some questions on some of the references that you made because those were very valid points and I respect those points. Um, however, when you were talking about uh, they never existed, none of these things ever existed before time. How can my my next question to you is how can you merely say that that is factual when um, in the midst of making your statements um, you also were referencing the hieroglyphics. Mindfully, um, as listening to you, I paid attention to the fact that uh, prior to any religious aspects uh, that we're dealing with right now, um, there were what people may consider to this day as grave robbers, uh, meaning that they go in and they erase certain um, hieroglyphics from ancient deities and or pharaohs or pharisees, I'll call them that, uh, goddesses from ages of old. So who's to say that it is not maybe just part of the uh, Anunnaki tribe that deemed themselves gods and goddesses over the the masses of people who may have felt that there may have been a teacher that came forth that was teaching too much and they felt like they were going against the grain and they decided that they would uh, present an erasure of that existence. Um, the reason why I'm asking this question is because so many people say that these deities and or people or merely men or women never grace the planet of the gravitational plane with their existence. Um, however, there is factual evidence that certain things like noses, lips, um, hieroglyphics, uh, different things of that nature or tombs have been raided and or stolen from. Um, they have been uh, purposely erased or rewritten. So how can anybody take what you're saying as face value? Uh, can you elaborate on what it is that you're saying? And I'll even go as farther as to say, in reference to what you were talking about as, as far as the Anunnaki and the deities and what they were represented back then at that time, well, we still have a lot of that going on right now. Um, referencing uh, the flags um, with Ukraine, they're considered as the bear. Um, with America, they're considered as the eagle. You know, um, can you elaborate a little bit more? Well, I like to speak on that, sister, if it's okay. Peace to the room, y'all. Um, from my uh, studies, first of all, hieroglyphs is a Greek terminology, so it was medu netur before it was hieroglyphics. You know, that's the real true uh, definition of hieroglyphics, you know. And then secondly, <clears throat> our people was always talking about nature. They was talking about the sun. They was talking about the waters. They was talking about the winds. They was talking about the trees. They was talking about you know, things that they saw that was happening in nature. They were talking about the earth. They were talking about the stars. They were talking about the planets. You get what I'm saying? So 
what you have to realize when you're doing these studies is the people that had jacked out mystery schools, like the picture that Chief got, that's Muhammad. You know what I'm saying? It was a school of Muhammad. You know, it was a university. We had universities back then. And when you study those universities and you study the metal nectar, you realize that they were talking about the S-U-N, the sun. They were talking about the moon. You know, they were talking about earth. They were talking about stars. You know, they were talking about nature. You know, and I land on that. I got a question for you, Neil. What was the metal nectar before the book? Like, what was metal nectar before Rock came out with that book? Well, it was uh, from mouth to ear. You know, um, so uh, at the end of the day, you know, they was our, our people, you know what I'm saying? Our, our people, our, our tribe, because see, I'm, I'm, I'm mixed with Indian, you know, I got I got Geechee Gali in me, I got Cherokee, I got Talk Talk, you know what I'm saying? And I got a little smidge of uh, Irish. So it's like, at the end of the day, I realized that we was in America, so what I'm really trying to study is what the people in America was writing before the Egyptians started writing their little script. You know what I'm saying? Because the powers that be behind the scenes, they tapping into all our stuff. You know what I'm saying? They even created the grays. They created these uh, flying saucers. You know what I'm saying? It's a book called The 13 Bloodlines. Y'all should read when y'all get a chance. You know what I'm saying? It explained how, you know what I'm saying, they, they uh, you know what I'm saying, added on to the technology and, you know, how they got... This book was written in 1995, and it speak on how... They had planned to start their new world order by the year by the year two thousand. You know the Duponts and you know all those those uh, bloodlines. And it always mentioned black nobility. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, this is all our 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 science. You know what I'm saying? But it also has a lot to do with what's within us. That's what I'm saying to you. So check it out. Who was, okay? Let's let's see if we can. Let's see if we can rip our break this. I hear people say that they've studied it. Let's see if we really can go there. Who was the woman, let's say, who was attributed, if we're going to look at it attribute-wise, who was the one who was attributed to teach mankind how to write, how to speak each other's language, how to understand? Who was the one that they gave that credit to? Well, they say Tahuti and, you know, the Hermetic texts, and, you know, uh, they, they attribute that to him. Right. And why? Um, I guess his wisdom. You know, when you read, you know, he, he talk about how to have out-of-body experiences. He got different codes within the uh, speech. I guess, you he know, the most, how, he was the most responsible. Yeah, he was showing people how to organize their thoughts to be able to record their thoughts and pass on their information to the ones who were coming after them. That's where you have your cuneiform. That's why you have your ancient Nuwabic. That's where you have your, your branches, your Akkadian languages, your Arabic, your ancient Arabic. These branches, Hebrew, all of this comes from to who he put in, who becomes the first one who he's represented in the Quran as Idris. He's represented uh, in, uh, elsewhere as Enoch or Metatron. The Michael Angel, the angel who had the ability to come through with the messages on Melchizedek's on duck. He was the one who was teaching them the language, and he was the master scribe. And he also showed them how to hide certain messages in the language itself, so that when certain time periods will come back around, the genetics will have to return because he was the one who charted the, the cycle that would be the sun cycle coming. And he said that when the new children would have come in in that time period, which would be thousands of years later for him, 
that we would understand what was being written in the language, and when these tones were uttered, it would activate certain things in us that weren't being activated in everyone else. Not just wisdom, that wisdom word would be sabayat, or sabiat, which is it's ancient Egyptian word. But what would be the other word? Knowledge, or no, which meant ruh, or the, the word there was ruh, R-H. So what does that sound like? The Hebrew word ruach, which meant to breathe spirit into man. So if you were saying the essence of man was wisdom, or the essence of, of mankind was wisdom when they would tap into it, or their spirit, then they could have knowledge of all of these things divinely if they were able to keep that wisdom aspect embedded in themselves and also activate the rule or the spirit inside of them to follow through these bloodlines. That was the original medunetta. Not metu, I mean, you get it, metu, but the original medu netero, the God speech. Who was the original God that they that they pay homage to? That was El. El from Tahuti. You got Ta, Teo, 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 Theo. It went Theo, you got theocracy, all this Theo religion, theist, monotheist, Theo. They were talking about Teo, Tu, Tao, even when you say the word tarot, tarot cards, or, you know, all these different words that came from one person, and they said that, that he was going to be the man of many names. Who else does that sound like? Eli, Allah, 99 attributes of Allah, which be what? Not just attributes, but names that will be attributed to what he will be able to be doing or what he will be doing. The forgiver. You know what I'm All of these words that will be given out to say this is what he did. So all I'm saying to you is you go back to who they said it, who your ancestors said it was. We didn't deify anybody. We were scientists. Now, you could say deity because of how it's been explained to you right now. But when you look into it, who were people like Pharaoh Akhenaten and the ones who came through that council? was saying what? Don't ever forget the sun. They taught that. They said, don't ever forget the sun because there are a lot of people who come through here and they're these grand scientists, meaning don't worship these people. Take the message, never forget the sun. But what will be the sun? The source. Don't ever forget the source. The reason why you breathe. You're in and you're out. So one more thing I'll leave you with, when we're talking about bachelor met, that's late. That's late-ass information. That's Alistair Crowley being able to tap into it. That's the Knights Templars and the Rosicrucians being able to tap into it. That's late. That's duality. That's extremely late. You have to go back. You have to go back to Hecker. And Hecker was a person who opened up magic schools or alchemy schools. Not magic, but alchemy schools. The same schools that people like Yeshua or Hamashiach or uh, the Messiah Jesus Isa learned from when they went to Kemet to go and study. They studied in the schools of Malachi Duck to become a high priest or a high scientist, or they studied in the schools of Heka to learn what you call magic, which was the science of L. So when we say the science of L, who does that take you back to again? To Hootie, not some spirit floating around you. They just said, never forget the source, though, because that sun that burns in the sky burns inside of you. That's why I told you, look into Heka, because it was about the law of correspondence. When someone is telling you that Baphomet represents as above, so below, they're lying to you. Maybe they're not intending to, but they're not telling you the truth. Baphomet represents the duality. That's why you have the two moons of the light and the dark moon side, which means the polarity of the dark side. Not dark as an evil, but of the lower frequencies, meaning you came from secret, not sacred. You were not able to access all of the sciences, so you started your own order. Afternoon 
which he isn't known. Baphomet isn't known. He poses as the Hermaphrodite, which was supposed to be some of the original beings who walked the earth. But these sciences come from Hecka. So what I'm telling you is draw a five-pointed star on a piece of paper or go look up a five-pointed star right now and tell me, if you flip that five-pointed star upside down, is it going to be the same shape? And the answer is no. But if you were to turn it left or right, will it be the same shape? Yes, that's duality. That's acknowledging the two the polars of that side. But when you say hecta, and you're talking about hexagons, if you flip a hexagon upside down, it is the same shape. When people are telling you God and the devil is as above, so below, they don't even understand what they're saying. They heard that from some Satanist who was trying to pull from the, the ancient Egyptian uh, 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 information. Because as above, so below means corresponding. That's what that so is for. If you say as above, so below, that means God and the devil would be the same exact being, same exact mission, same exact frequency, and that is not true. Until you have corresponding. That's very true. You, until you have, I mean, of course it would be true for someone who thinks that duality means as above, so below. But no one thinks that's what you let me said. Tell you, I'm a man. Let me tell you where the correspondence come from. Because anybody who's trying to tell you that as above, so below is in the Bible, first, ask them where it is. Ask them where does it say as above, so below in the Bible. And let me tell you where they're getting that from and why they try to merge it with these other things that have been breaking, broken apart. They don't have the sciences. It was the prayer. That said, Matthew 16, when y'all pray, speak out to your family, our father, which are in outer space, Oranos, Orion, the ones who are related to you that are not from earth. Thy kingdom come, bring your ships back, bring your order here. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That is saying, make it be on earth as it is where y'all are. That's what Revelation 21 is speaking about. Where does it say anywhere else that the devil is God and God is the devil? Why would you have? No, because you have opposition, meaning Satan. Satan, it means opposition. If you oppose somebody, y'all are not the same people, meaning you're not doing the same things. You're not on the same mission. You're not here for the same reasons as far as extraterrestrial beings being on the planet. So I just want to make sure it's very clear that these sciences have been perverted, these sciences have been corrupted, and we think that that's our shit. But the music industry, who's pushing out all these negative energies, these negative frequencies, this all this murder is this, murder is that, lust, 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 they come behind Baphomet. When have you ever seen them come behind Hecker or the Hexagon? When have you ever seen them try to activate under the frequency of we're going to bring balance and order? No, they always want things to teeter, the duality, and they pull you left, and they pull you right, and they pull you left, and they pull you right. And you got these conscious people on Instagram breaking off. I can't remember what the hell the nigga name is, brother somebody. But he breaking off, and he is, he just coming out here like, that's our shit. That's not our shit. Hecker. Anybody who listens to me, go look into Hecker. That's our shit. Before it became wicked or wicker, when they were using these energies for wicked reasons. You understand hey, that? Hey, Why hey, you think Dallas hey, call himself the wickedest man to ever live? Hey, Faze, Faze, let me ask you this. So when anybody can read that Bible, you can go to Genesis 6, 5, right? God wiped out the planet few times. It ain't just two million people he killed. He wiped the whole planet out many a time. So ain't that the devil? No. I think so. We, yes. No. So here's who yes. it is. It's, no. That's the devil. No. <laughs> yes, that's the devil. Me. I thought you asked me. I got you. I, I did. Know. Go ahead. Explain, explain the devil the stuff that that dude did that's, in that book. When you say devil... No, that ain't in there. 
That's the dude who said, I created heaven and earth. Okay, so white and everything, and I create uh, evil. Hold on. He said, I create evil and good, right? That's the same person in that book that destroyed the planet, made people drag queens, and all other types of stuff. Please explain the goodness of that dude in that book. So, that big so hey, can okay. I ask one real quick? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, let, let Face um, speak, and then you after, all right? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. If you're looking at it from a religious standpoint only, I'm not. When you take, when you, okay, then then you'll be able to understand what I'm about to ask you. Where is that story before it arrives in the Bible? Where where is the destruction story of Noah and the destruction story of mankind, Sodom and Gomorrah? Where is these? Where are these stories before they become? The biblical text that you have today from the oh, oh, scrolls. Which scrolls? It's a lot of the Sumerian scrolls. It's a bunch of scrolls. Okay. Before cool. they entered into so, the book. And, and hold on. And on the wall. So they were oral oral traditions and burial rites. I understand that perfectly. But I'm saying is I asked you about the, the dude that's in the book that says that's God. He destroyed the planet, innocent little babies, pregnant women. Right. Everything on the planet. Explain to me the good out of that dude in that book when he killed everything. Every innocent thing. There we go. Explain that, bro. You can't give it you can't give that a good great uh uh send off like you trying to do. And that's the devil. Wait for the answer. I will I will I will I'm a mute up right now. So here's what it is. When you look at it again from the religious standpoint, you ain't catching all this good versus bad, you're not catching it. When you have both of these beings able to do we said create not just create as in you breath breathe something into existence the bottom word is to form or to bring about or to make happen so you can create peace or you can create evil anybody on planet earth can that's where you would lead more into the duality of beings right so it's not about who was good was inlil good was inky bad but when you know about the stories, when you were saying Enlil or Iki, you wasn't just talking about one person. You were talking about a whole council of beings. That's why they called them half-brothers. They came from I, God. I think you're confusing the story of what so I'm I'll talking write about, that with you. Let me, Let's let me land to the God it. in the Let's book. Let's land it. Iki, okay, well then look, let me ask you this question. When it comes to, because if you want to build on it, then you can. When it comes to the Sumerian tablets, Right or the the Dead Sea Scrolls or any of these stories that predate the Bible that talk about this, which one of the guys did they say flooded the planet? Good question. So with that said, I'm about to give a reason. This the Bible. Say use the science because he he brings the science. I know you're telling the truth. Okay, yeah, but at the end of the day, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's seven. I mean, let um Polly do the reset, and then we're gonna go to seven because Face um said a question, and we think got cricket, so we're gonna reset it. So go ahead. Yo, I'm in the blender. Y'all can hear me? Nah, yeah, we can hear you, bro. Go ahead. All right, for sure. Thanks for pulling up the team pack up. Y'all go to the top of the house, top of the page. Hit that green monopoly house up there for us. Become a member of the pack. Then go down to the bottom of the screen, hit that share button. Share, 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 please. If you did already, please share it again. You can share multiple times. Pick us a couple people up in the room, whoever you think can add to the conversation or the build, whoever you think may learn from the build. The most important rule here at Team Packup is everybody's welcome. Everybody's, as their opinion is able to be said, you know, stated and, and taken in in a great way. But the main important rule 
We have a one-key policy, all right? Whoever got the keys to the Sprinter van, we're going to let them drive. They're going to be in control of the wheel. But until we reach our destination and they actually hop out and park, that's when you actually will get the keys or the keys will be thrown in the air for you to hop in and then you control the wheel. If you get keep cutting people off or keep, you know, hollering out the window like Mikey B said, we send you to the gas station, get our roll up and all that, sweets and all that. We keep doing that, we just going to have to repay your car and send you out the room. We all building here. We all intelligent. We all got opinions. Everybody got different, you know, backgrounds, different different things they've witnessed themselves, different things they've dreamed of. So we're going to respect that, all right? Everybody be respectful. We are on the topic, mutant aliens and galactic beings. Are they real? So with that said, I'm going to throw the keys back to one of the moderators because I'm not sure how the uh, queue is going. So I'm going to throw it back to one of the mods. If, if Chief wanted to answer that question about which of the beings that we talk, and I actually y'all was so crazy the whole time we talking I wasn't even sure that I didn't even know that this was the title I actually accidentally clicked on this room we was supposed to be talking about this that's so crazy like yeah we supposed to be talking about what actually was recorded to happen before even the bible especially if we know or can say out of our mouth that the bible is not an original book the bible is not some book that somebody sat down and wrote all the way through they took so many stories to put that compilation book together that's different types of books epistles prophecies all of that so i'm asking if uh, chief if you want to answer that's fine if not mill man i saw you come up you can build what i'm asking is hold on hold on hold on let him finish though you can build after he hands you the keys bro go ahead yeah, face. According, according to the sumerian story right not according to how Faze feels or cheap. According to the Sumerian tablets, according to the Dead Sea Scrolls, what or who was the, the being or the alien or the God that chose to destroy mankind and did and did and was recorded to destroy mankind with the death winds, the flood winds, all of that? Which one did they say was responsible that, for that? That's Jehovah. What was his name in the Akkadian? Jehovah. His name was Enlil. Okay, but we, but we know, but we know the devil as Jehovah, right? Same devil, just with a different name, but it's the same motherfucker, right? That's all I was asking you, bro. No, so check, okay, so check it out. Hold on, right hold on, hold on, let me finish. All I was saying is, can you explain the atrocities that that God, that people are praising are saying is a great God, but he destroyed innocent babies hundreds of times over, destroyed. The whole planet, many of times, how the book goes. Can you explain right. that? Yes, because we take it step by step. I would have been explaining it if you understood what I was talking about. But we got. I've been understood what you're talking about. This hold is on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Chief. He let you land. You asked him to let you park the way. Hold on, face. Hold on, face. You gotta let him land though, just like he let you land when you asked though, bro. That's all. I, I just didn't want him to run. He running. I don't want him to run. So don't, don't, no, he's not. He building with you. My bad. Hold on, hold on, hold on. One pack on him. One pack. Hold on. One pack on him. Go ahead, bro. My bad. Y'all both listen. Respect to you, Chief. Respect the phase that the room has. Yeah, both having a great build. So we just don't want anybody. You know what I mean? To to have a debate with back and forth we wanted to be respectful like it is because I'm, I'm enjoying this man so peace to the whole room y'all brothers keep doing what y'all doing facts and look I can have, I mean you know what I'm saying I, I don't you know, I get what y'all saying if it get like that sometimes it can be natural like you know what I'm saying as long as it ain't no 
no chaos. You know what I mean? So, so what I'm saying to you is, first of all, neither one of us wrote this. We can only look back to what's recorded to have these bills, especially if we don't know who's had what experiences, who's been in contact with who. All we can start with is the stories. So when I ask you who it was, okay, if you stand Yahweh or you stand Yahuwah or whoever you want to say is the, is the culprit, my point is, Enlil was that guy. There's a second point to that because that same person also is believed to be the one who went to Noah and then what? Chose to try to save mankind through Noah because of the perfection of his generations. He was, they were saying that he was perfect in his dream, genes. Noah wasn't corrupt. There was no way that Noah could become corrupt because they saw everything that he was doing and it was good and pleasing to them. So is this the same God? Is Enlil the same God who destroyed mankind? Is Enlil the same one who went to Noah and said, yo, I want to save you? And the answer is no. I'll I, I be asking to really get the answer. The answer is no. So when you say this God that is evil that destroyed all these people, if you're looking at it from good or evil, how you've been trained to or taught to, then that's what you will land at. If you really did study these stories before they became the Bibelos, before they became the uh, Helios, before they became the Bible, before they became the Sefer, it will explain to you that those are two different stories, or excuse me, two different guys in that story. Inky saved them. Inky saved Utna Pishtum to be specific. He went to Utna Pishtum and said, yo, these niggas tripped out. They finna blow y'all the kingdom come. I want to help you. I'm going to send my people down here to help you build a, a, a vehicle, which you call an ark, which was a spaceship that allowed them to raise above the earth during that attack on planet, on planet Tiamat. I'm going to save you. Enlil wasn't with that. Enlil said destroy every motherfucking body because they're too loud and their frequencies are out of control. Not just them, but who else? Genesis 6 starts and says there are giants in the earth in those days. Who were they? Who were the giants? You called them the dinosaurs or the tall reptilian people who also were intelligent enough, some of them, to evade the attack. They went into the caverns, into the Rainbow City. They show you that in the movie Journey to the Center of the Earth. And they also show you that in the movie uh, King Kong vs. Godzilla. So all I'm saying to you is, it's not to justify God, good, devil, bad. That's an illusion. It's talking about which extraterrestrial beings that came to planet Earth did what? What did the human beings who, or the beings who were here observe? What did the human beings who came through observe? What did they call them? What did they say happened? And that's what they said. And then the Bible represents them as one person, and that's what people lost it. He's represented as God. That's not what it means. Like, it's, there is multiple names, but they didn't tell you the names of who did what. You get what I'm saying? And the meal with you on that phrase. Are you still? Go ahead. Go ahead. You got it. So to build with you on that, man, what well, we got to realize what we're dealing with, we're dealing with somebody else's story. Um, you know, they was once called wild men, you know what I'm saying? When we was, we was, we was the black nobles, you know, we had our own castles, we had our own everything, right? But it's two stories that's told about this particular group of people. They came from the Caucasus Mountains or they came from Yaku. So... Them the two stories that we hear about Paleface, and I'm not being racist, but if you look at what they're doing today, you see who was talking in that Bible. You see who was the jealous guy. 
You see, he was throwing kids against the uh, the wall and all that type of stuff. They still doing the same behavior today. And I land on that. Where Where are the Caucasus Mountains? I I I'm sorry. I am from Caucasus Mountains, indigenous. And I keep hearing this this uh, kind of topics, you know, discussions. It's kind of like. Feels strange, but I can add some subject. I can add some comments on this if you guys like to. Go ahead. Well, there is this um, theory, not theory, but to believe, you know, in um, Hebrew, in Jewish, uh, Gog and Magog. Am I saying correctly? Yep. Yeah, I think this is one of the most interesting subjects that we should look at. And according to the map where they are located, it is very close to the Caucasian mountains. And some scholars also claim it's Ukraine, current Ukraine is also part of it. Say somewhere with the current Ukraine until the peace actually like northeast of Turkey. These areas are actually uh, associated with the Gog and Magog. So, what it says in, in very short, just before this uh, Armageddon, etc., whatever is going to happen, they, they believe that they believe those would be coming to Earth and they would be, you know, like some kind of demons or like acting like demons. And there is also one association that they are cannibals. That's also mentioned. They they eat them each other. That's also in the theory, which is strange, by the way. But um, still, it, it is kind of a strange thing, you know. Um, what are those creatures, and why are why are they mentioned in particular, and how does this actually relate to old Mesopotamian cultures or the mythologies? I don't know if anybody is specialized on this. But again, it some kind of reminds me the journey in the uh, Gilgamesh, you know, that because in Gilgamesh, the main character was looking for this longevity plant to survive. So then we are, in the other epic, we are looking at like Armageddon and the creatures that will show up before Armageddon. And then in another one, we are looking at like longevity and that, you know, immortality, cure. And there is some kind of relation in there. I think if Armageddon exists, what what if, if immortality makes sense, you know, does it? And maybe it has a different meaning. And maybe those creatures are really amongst us. Or maybe I, what everybody is saying about this, you know, reptilians, etc. Maybe it all is true. I, mean, I can't believe myself because I, I believe in science very much. But but at some point, one wonders really if there is no chimney, why would it be there? Why would it be there a smoke? You know. So, and if I look at from the Caucasian mountains point, also. We know during the Second World War, uh, Germans sent their uh, special force to that area. And maybe just before Second World War or 
around it. I'm not 100% sure, by the way. And um, some scholars, again, claim the special forces, in a, in a, like uh, they went there to build some infrastructure, some roadways that was on the paper. However, actually, some scholars claim they were doing something else. What they were doing is they were doing researches in a lake. Uh, it's called Ritsa. Ritsa Lake in the area, in the Abkhazia area. And they say that the water of that Ritsa Lake can be used to actually generate some kind of uh, component for the human blood. I don't know exactly how this is really uh, scientifically uh, this can be explained. I, I don't really know, but there are this kind of theories. And so they are saying the Germans were actually busy analyzing that water in that rich lake and doing some experiments. So it still makes me wonder if this is true, this theory is true, how so that that lake contains kind of component or, and who put it this in there or how this is even being generated in there, you know? What is the source of this and why there? You know, there are many questions actually can be, you know, we need to answer and, and maybe those epics, you know, when we look at the Gugamish again, maybe this was it, you know? If you can generate human blood, that means you are, you are actually busy with some kind of life creation, right? But anyway, so there are many toes I have, so I don't want to hijack the stage. But thank you. So the Bill Wizard, I agree. See, that's what I'm saying. We dealing with. That's why they got the thirteen bloodlines. That's why they. Uh, that's why they procreate with their own cousins. These are the same beings, same disagreeables since before the. If you ask me, uh, uh, I don't know before the uh, Atlantic Ocean. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what what, what what the split. It was Pangeo at one point, according to history. You know what I'm saying? It was one landmass until it got split up, whatever, right? And then Ethiopia meant the dividing of the uh, land from father and son. So at the end of the day, we was all melanated, right? So it's like I said, it's two stories. So it's like when you pay attention to what's going on today and you look at the people who doing certain things and, and doing all this blood sacrifice and drinking blood and all this, the Jesus story. Why Why you got to be covered in the blood of Jesus? It doesn't make sense to me. It sounds like sacrifice to me. You get what I'm saying? So when I look at the Bible, it's some of our story in there, but the creation story, that was somebody else's creation story. And I land on that. It, listen, it would only appear so. Because let me ask you a question. And this is for real. What human beings on the earth do you know of right now that don't have reptilian genetics? Well, to be truthful, we all do. Okay. So, here's, this is what I'm telling you, right? If you get good and evil out your mind, this will make sense to you. If it's still lodged in there somewhere that you think the black man is God and the white man is devil, then they're going to have you until it's said and done. Oh, no, I wouldn't give them that, that much power. I'm, I'm not I'm not saying that. I know they came from us. You see what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm not even that. dealing with well, that. That's not where I'm at with you. I'm not talking about whether or not they came from you. So right now, they can, right now, right now you can come from them, right? As far as nobody in this, in this room, nobody on planet Earth 
is reproducing by themselves right now as we speak. So generations, I already explained this, this is the interchangeable. That's why they say certain people will have a perfect gene- genealogy and others wouldn't. Someone could come in and mix their seed in with you, and a few generations later, you have their seed as long as it continues to reseed, meaning they keep mating with people who are melanin recessive until it balances out. When you see two Caucasian people have children, they don't continue to, re- to recede in their melanin. They don't continue to recede in that gene. It balanced out. But you can come from melanin dominant to melanin recessive. And they can too go from melanin recessive to melanin dominant. All of that is an illusion right now. It's, it's not no black man, God, white man, it's devil. Your ancestors are dinosaurs. Your ancestors are reptilians. But they made reptilians be qualified to only one type of reptile or one type of reptilian gene. When human beings have a reptilian brain, you got webs between your fingers, you got scaly skin, a lot of us, you got eczema reappearing, a gene that allows for them to have turtle-like skin or snake-like skin reappearing. You got people born with sloped heads, you got people born with tails, you got people born with horns, or you got some of these people, you watch some of these movies, especially if you're like, it's very clear when, you, when you're watching Caucasian people, and you see this vein pop up in the middle of their head, it just pulses out when they're upset, like, there are so many things about human beings right now, right, that point to reptilian ancestry. But we've been taught reptile means evil. The Anunnaki beings, most of them, if not all of them, had some type of reptilian gene. The draconian mother, the draconian queen, guess what her race would be called to this day? Melanin dominant. Do you understand that? That's, that's was, not a race. That's not a race, brother. Stop. I said what it would be called. Let's begin. It's only one race on the planet, bro. That's, I said what it would be called. Now let's begin. See, people be listening like they listening to one of their friends talk. I don't speak that way. I said what it would be called. I don't deal with race. This is y'all thing, right? What it would be called right now is melanin dominant. I didn't even say black. That would be talking about a type of genealogy. I still broke the spell when I spoke that. Right? So go back and do your research on who were the ancestors of human beings for real before Homo sapiens, before all this monkey conversation, before the six, uh, the 46 jump to 48 or 48 jump to 46, all this science they try to lay out through, uh, through Darwin. Go back and look and watch. You're going to find it since I sent you to it. That there are dinosaurs that are said to be the ancestors of human beings. And then think about it. If you had to give them some type of genealogy at all, some type of genetic makeup at all, what type of genetic makeup would you say the Greys or the Pleiadians or the rest of these Arcturians, what type of skin or genetic makeup or pigment would you say they have likened unto? Copper, copper tone, copper tone people. We understand that, brother. That's no, serious. I said reptiles. You don't no, understand there ain't that. no reptiles. We understand that we are those people, but at the same time, we understand that we was in water. We understand that our fingers are webbed. We understand that some of us have a whole by our ear for the fact that, that we can breathe underwater. We get that. That's simple. But the point is, is go back. Ra and Lucifer are the same, and that's who the fucking God is in that book that's destroying a lot of shit. Can we get back to that? Moors, don't throw away your holy Bibles. I'm going to use it to condemn this government. What government was he talking about? He's not talking about a physical government. 
brother is explaining me. He's explaining that he's using science. That's how you read the Bible. You use the science to understand what who is what is talking about. When it said, I am the God that created good and evil, when he when 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 the most high, the mother and father, spirit, created, let us make man in our image. The us is us. Let us make these bodies in our image. They we created good. But when we came into these bodies, we created evil. So this is what it means by I am God that created good and evil because the God that created us, which is us, also created evil. How do we create evil? We do evil. How did the spirit murder uh, become? We could just use a, use a reference for an example. Cain and Abel. Cain killed Abel. That's the first story that we see as, as known as, as a collective. In the physical, Cain killed Abel. Of course, because you can't kill a spirit. That's why I talk about the eternal fire. Why is they burning eternal fire? Because you can't kill energy and spirit. So you got to burn it to purify it. So you got to read the book in a scientific form. When Cain killed Abel, he created the spirit murder. We're creating spirits every time we do uh, commit a sin. We create these spirits and they go out and they hijack. Or no, they, they speak to you. This is what one's called the devil, Lucifer, saying it's just a thought. But it's coming from a low frequency. And it's trying to get you to do harm to one another. Hatred, slander, lewdness, murder, theft, everything that harms, that's the lower self. But we understand that it all operates within the mind. The war is in the mind. Everything you do is in the mind. So if the devil self, the lower self say to you, let's go rob the bank, you're going to have the higher self come behind that and say, then I do that. But your free will is the will to choose which thought. That's all free will is. Free will is the mind. You have the choice to choose if you're going to do the will of the higher self or the lower self. There's no middle. You are the middle. You're the spinner to make the choice. So this is what it, it, it is talking about when, 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 we, when it's breaking down scientifically. So what the oppressor did, he took the scrolls and these scrolls that's in the Bible, he taught it to us in reverse. If you know more science, you know truth reverses falsehood. So what do we got to do? Reverse it. And then understand, let us make man in our image, male and female, was the woman talking to the, 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 fem, the feminine spirit, talking to the masculine spirit. And we're all that spirit. We're all in collectives. That's what they don't want us to know. Hey, because if we know that, then you the landlord of the planet Earth. If you landlord of the planet Earth, they got to pay you rent. They don't want you to wake up. The empire is right here in America. This is what they call Egypt. Modern name, Eden. Oh, yeah, this is Eden. In the garden, 
is placed where the Mississippi River starts. That's where the Garden of Eden is. But you, the reason why, and, and when we would cast out, meaning we can't tap into that spirit from the garden no more. We're blocked off from that that energy. That energy is the empire. This is what the whole uh, uh, the Moorish Empire, the, the, the Moroccan Empire, is right here. Egypt, all that is right here. It's in America. Whoever occupies America occupies the world. That's why they're 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 governing America. And they're making you think that ones like Rome is in power and stuff. No, they just drawing energy from us. They would have been blew America up had it not been for us. <laughs> this is the Northwest of Mexico. All that was Africa. Like one spoke earlier before the, the, the great Atlantis uh, uh, went underwater, the Atlantis, where the Atlantic Ocean ship uh, sit, that connected America to Africa, which made all of it a Mexico. We sitting on gold. That's why you see, every time you go outside, why they dig it? Always dig it. They fixing the streets. No, they digging for gold. They looking for the gold that we hid. We know the gold is buried in our DNA. I think the sister was speaking about it earlier. She said we write these, like these texts, the Bibles and things like that, to remind ourselves when we come back. If we didn't leave a note for ourselves, we'd be found dumb. We able to tap into the information because we opened up these these uh, sacred texts and reminding ourselves of who we are and what we can do. Once you activate that DNA, you are God. Did I not say ye are gods? God as meaning ruler of the land. They always coming up with these other things. No, God means this, God means... No, God means the ruler of the land. So if you are the ruler of the land, they have to pay you rent. How did the tenants enslave the landlord? Because you went following behind they gods. You're running behind Greek gods. God the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, all oh, that's men. But if you read the Bible, it's in there, it's code, it says mother, father, child, The beginning of creation spoke, let you know that it was the mother talking to the father. The ones don't read it. They just listen to the pastor and then go running back and go, like, yeah, this happened. It ain't happened. Because it ain't in there. Everything the preachers teach you is not in there. They'll teach you out the book of Paul before they teach, teach you out the book of, uh, of Jesus. Why is that? Because Jesus is just saying that's you. Jesus. That's us, just us. So now you know what you can do, what you're capable of. You also know to be generous to each other, to give, to help, to, you know, feed the sick, heal the... People don't even realize that until they read that type of stuff. But I'm I'm a lady right here. But when, when you go to the church, they teach out of Paul because Paul came for the heathens. So if we're gods, why are you teaching us like heathens? See what I'm saying? That's how they got us. 
teaching us how to pause, teaching us water down stuff. You know what I'm saying? You can't give a grown man a baby bottle. He's not going to get full. Keys up. I was going to say, you know how you know how solidified you feel in oneself when you can think back, okay, this is my mother, this is my father. Okay, this is my mother's mother and my mother's father. This is my, my father's mother and my father's father. And then you can go back. Some people can only go back like two generations, three generations. But you know how solidified you feel when you can really, it's like a space that's filled up in the back of your mind that says, this is who I am. This is who I come from. I know, at least know who they are or of them. Now, because people can only go but so far, right, when you have people claiming to be the Israelites or claiming to be from the lost tribe of Israel because they have melanin dominance in their skin, that's an error. Because that does not mean you are of the Hebrew Israelites. You could walk right up to a Caucasian person, and they could be of the Hebrew Israelite bloodline. Somebody might have mixed in along the way, but they could literally be of the bloodline. They could be a descendant of who you're talking about, if you know who you're talking about. Here's why I'm bringing that out. When you talk about Paul, he generalized it. He said, yo, he coming for the whole world. You know what I'm saying? He wanted to make sure everybody... That's not even what the nigga was recorded to say. Just, they made sure that they even had the dignity to tell you what the man said according to what's written. Just according to what's written. Because everybody... Let me tell y'all something. Everybody thinks we're stuck on the Bible. Here's what I observe. Contrary to what you think. We're not stuck on the Bible. Y'all haven't even read it yet. Y'all haven't even figured it out yet. We're not stuck on it. It's just that the thing that was... Supposed to be the simplest thing. Y'all saying it's so simple. It's not simple enough that you can understand what the hell we talking about. So much so that for almost two years on Clubhouse, there's been a conversation. And look, here's what I also observed. People who was trying to act like it was just like, oh, you can just throw it away, you won't need it. Now they trying to play like they know something about it because they've been listening to the one who know about it and where it comes from. When you get past the fact that, oh, this book, that book, y'all, get over yourselves when it comes to that. If you can't even describe to Christian people what they're talking about, if you can't have a conversation with Christian people about who it is they're talking about, what God meant, what were the Hebrew words that were aligned with God, can you even tell them where these stories came from, Muslims included? And the reason why I'm saying that is because if you can trace it back to a bloodline, regardless of what Paul said, regardless of what... Regardless of what these denominations feel, regardless of who want, want to argue about a successor, then it will show you that there are specific people that carry the genes of extraterrestrial beings of a certain family. And that those people were supposed to be activated in a certain period of time. One of y'all could be related to me right here in this room and through a few generations back, we could find out that it's true. And if we went that far enough, you will find that you were the bloodline of who you call Yeshua and his family. You can find that. Will people find it? The answer is no, if they already have written everything about their history out to be attributes. And then everything else about everybody else, we just say they lied to us about it. But we still acknowledge that those people existed. Did George Washington exist? The first president of the, of, of, of the so-called first president, did he exist? Did, did these people like Ptolemy, did they exist? You know what I mean? These people who came through Christopher Columbus, do they exist or are these attributes? Now, it depends on how you want to look at it. If it's more comfortable for you to talk about the Greeks or to talk about these Europeans or the Caucasus or all this other stuff, if it's more comfortable for you to do that, then let me tell you what time period you're in. You're in the 1940s, 50s, and 60s. You 
did not catch all of the spells that were broken. If you still think that because somebody has melanin recessive skin, that their bloodline must tie back to the Caucasoid Mountains, you missed a whole school. All right? And the reason why I'm telling you this is because they say that it's only certain people that will even be able to be in contact with these beings when the time came. This is what scientists were saying. They call it the VMAT2 gene. Go look it up. Somebody asked about activation of DNA. They call it the VMAT2 gene or the God gene. All right? It works in conjunction with what you call the pineal gland or the seed of the soul. And that only a certain type of people would be able to activate that in time because they would need to telepathically communicate with these beings who you call aliens or aliens or aliens or aliens or aliens or aliens. Why is all that the same word? It's like the sacred is hidden right there for you. This is where I landed at. The God of the Bible is not the God of the Bible. Take the article away and, I'll, and that'll help you. It's not. When you say, who is the God of the Bible? It's not. There is no D. All right? There are multiple guys, multiple stories, multiple extraterrestrials being observed to say that this is what they did at this time, this is what they did at that. Like, what you think it meant when he said that it was flowing over the, over the world and, and they saw that the gold was good? What does that mean? He created gold and they saw that the gold was good in one yon or in one day or in one 24-hour period? Even if you wanted to say, no, that yon meant a thousand, uh, a thousand years. Okay, gold does not form in a thousand years. Okay? So when they saw that the gold was good, who were you talking about? You were talking about the Riskians, the ones who came from the 19th galaxy, Ilium, that needed to come to this planet to collect gold because they knew the same way you know if you go to Walmart, you're going to be able to get some water, you're going to be able to get some food, resource stations. Tiamat is a resource station. They knew they could come and travel to Tiamat or Key or the Blue Planet to get gold to help save their planet called Risk. Look it up, R-I-Z-Q. You understand me? So all these stories been put into one book, genealogy or ISIS, whatever you want to call it. They put these stories into one book, and you think when you say God, you're saying one person. And I'm telling you, even by Hebrew, they tell you this plural word. All of these words were plural. So who were the Netzerat? The Neteru, those are plural beings. All right? So one more thing. Just look into the stories, y'all. Don't ever take my word for it. I know some of this shit can get frustrated because where, where do we start? Where do we end? Like, how do, how do we know all of this is real? Then, look, let me tell you what people are resorting to. Man, a wise man knows he don't know nothing. The one who, the one who tried to get y'all to say that, he ain't believe that himself. They didn't believe that. Them Greek philosophers didn't believe that. They wanted the people who look, to, to look at them a certain way as they weren't threats because of all of the knowledge they possessed from ancient command. Oh, what a wise man knows he knows nothing. Man, you keep believing that while they're able to create nuclear bombs and hydro colliders and all this other shit up under your nose technology like the phone. You think no knowledge put the phone you hold it together? They want you to think that way. Oh, I don't know nothing. Okay, well then you stay right there while the scientists continue to push things like Neuralink, which literally you have to have a brain where knowledge is stored will be able to attach to this Neuralink and throw you into another reality where you will be there indefinitely. Like, that comes from someone having knowledge not from them thinking they don't know nothing. Get back to the science, and it will make more sense to you. Study the origins of these stories. It may hurt your feelings when you find out that Jesus ain't come for everybody. But didn't they say it in the book? That means Yeshua, or whatever name you want to call. These people did not come for everybody. And go look at some of these people talking about they channeling these beings. When they say they channeling the Pleiadians, or they channeling the Greys. Ask the question for yourself. Why they not ever channel? 
where the melanin dominant aliens at? Where the extraterrestrial aliens who are brown skinned that the ancient Egyptians spoke about, where they just disappeared? Where the ones that the rulers in Zimbabwe were speaking about, where the children said they saw black people get off of, of, of spaceships? Where, where are they at? Then it make more sense to you. So all I'm saying is, it ain't no carcass or none of No, all that's a trick now. Okay, you got to get in contact with these beings for real. It can't be a game in this day and time. The conversation is too far beyond 1960. You got to catch up. I'll tell y'all, I'm about to get up out of here. About to, I'll tell y'all, go look into Malachi York's books. If you want a lot of your questions answered, when I'm not here or when some of the brothers are not present, here's what you can do. Type in Malachi York or Dr. York and put a title next to it or, or put a, a topic next to it that you want more information on. Dr. York, extraterrestrials. It's a book on it. Dr. York, who uh, are the black devils? It's a book on it. Dr. York, where did the carcass always come from? It's a book on it. Dr. York, dinosaur people. It's a book on it. Because all of this has been already sunk up already. I'm watching. I'm proud that more people are having a conversation. Just make sure you caught up. Because if you still arguing 1940 points, this ain't that conversation. We beyond that now. Now we need to make the contact. They got commercials talking about they're ready to make contact and they don't need their government to make contact with whoever it is they need to make contact with. They showing you extraterrestrial proof every single day and you're still saying, I don't believe it. But you would rather believe that there's some spirit floating around that cares about you so much so that children are dying every day. They got a human sex trafficking ring happening right up under your feet where children are being taken into slavery, used as sex and all that. Right? This is some spirit floating around cares about them so much so that he would allow that to happen? No. These are people too, and they're wrong. They make mistakes. Did you think God was perfect according to how your Bible wrote him out? Or did he make mistakes? Did he make errors? Well, you say, yo, I fucked up. I, re I repent that I made these people. If you're reading it just in that context, he said he messed up. And he destroyed them because he said he messed up. You get what I'm saying? Just look at it for reality now. You gotta catch up. It's real now. You have to look into the files that are out. The UFO files are about God. That might sound crazy to you, but go look at what Kennedy was saying. Go look at Dwight Eisenhower. Your presidents have confirmed God. While your pastor, if you ask them, how did he speak to God? He said it was a little voice inside. Nigga, that was you. <laughs> what are you talking about? God said we need money for a church. Oh, he talked to God. Well, mama, if he talked to God, well, then he need to tell God we need a new church. You know what I'm saying? These people are going to continue to play games with you. They're playing the, the speaking in tongues game. It's not what they was, was showing you in the church. All that Pentecost, Penta, five-pointed star. All this stuff that they're focusing on, it had nothing to do with what they were talking about. That meant that you were in telepathic communication with extraterrestrial beings, and you were able to ex exhibit the information if you wanted to, or you were prophesying and letting people know what they told you was going to happen So in, in a language that they could understand. Get past the tricks. It's too late. It's too late in the game. If you want to use symbols, use symbols. But ask people, okay, that's a pentagram. How do you use it? What, is, what, what? How do you really use it? Not do you use dragon blood pen and write down on papyri. Or not, you know what I'm saying, do you understand how certain pendulums can swing? No. How do you actually use that mathematical frequency? This was not some game that people was walking around with on their shirt. It is easy for all these social media gurus to pop out like they know what's up. Let me tell y'all something. Malachi York, go there. That's where you need to start and then catch up with us. He broke it all down. It's all out here. Go there. They won't say his name because that'll kill their money. That'll kill their streams. That'll kill all of the stuff that they done set up on the falsehoods that they took from his information and made it into something that could, that could make them profit or make them out 
they profit. They're not. We pass all of that. So I know I spoke longer than I was saying. I got to get up out of here. Appreciate y'all. It's all love. Get into Malachi York. You may not like, you know what I'm saying, some of the allegations, all the stuff that they'll pull up. That's fine. Get past that. It's all bullshit. They know who the one is. They know who broke it all down. And then when you catch up, make sure that you keep in mind that if you love God and you want to get in contact with God, you need to make sure that makes sense to you now. Like, don't let people just tell you what's inside your head. They're trying to call you crazy. They're trying to literally call you crazy when they say that. No, you want to make contact the same way Moses made contact. You want to make contact the same way Elijah made contact. You want to make contact the way the way Enoch made contact. Isn't that Wouldn't that make sense to you more than just waiting and praying that somebody cares about your rent or somebody cares about whether or not your shoes get, you know saying, get dirty because you just bought them trees? Lord, don't let me step in no mud. Come on, y'all. It's a difference between invoking and calling on actual living people the same way if I got your number. If I got chief number, I call them. You know what I'm saying? Call them up. That's why they say E.T. phone home. So why do you think a lot of people say they was going to appear to Jesus in the end time and be like, yo, didn't I didn't do all this in your name? And you're going to be like, nigga, I don't know who the fuck you are. I don't know you. Well, how you don't know me? I grew up in the church. What? Yo, who are you? Who is your mother? Who is your dad? Who, who is their mother? Who they dad? What tribe was you from? Are you Wichita? Are you Yamasi? I don't know you. I have no idea who you are. You walking up on me like, hey, man, <laughs> you feel me? Because people think it's some spirit shit. It's not. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm not saying a lot, but... Hey, hey, Faith, ask you a quick question before you get up out of here. What do you think yeah. about Ruth and Boaz? You know, because that's what they say, the royal priesthood, and, you know, Melchizedek, you know, royal I'll priesthood. I'll tell, tell you like this. I'll tell you like this, 100%. I'll tell you like this. Malachi Zodok, the angel of righteousness. Where was angel? Malachi, Malachi means messenger of righteousness. He was setting up his priesthood or his scientific schools to teach people the right way. Meaning what? Excuse me, the 90 degree way. I'm still on your answer. What is the 90 degree way? The 90 degrees is what kind of angle? Or what kind of angel? A right angle. Or a right angel. Why is this the right angle? Because if you use any other angle to try to build a solid foundation, your angle will cause the foundation to crumble. If you try to build a building leaning at 30 degrees or 20 degrees, the shit is going to fall. Meaning, you are that building. When you set yourself on your square, which is the angle that we're talking about, 90 degrees, which takes you to what? 360 degrees, which is 3 plus 6, is still 9, which means you're standing upright. Walk with me. Standing upright with the head on top, the circle, and the body at the bottom. That's the 9. If you flip that upside down, that's the 6. Meaning you're thinking with the wrong head, as your elders used to tell you, which means your foundation is off. You're moving less frequency. It means that's how you're going to carry out your life, which be in opposition of the higher you or your high you, which means old living in Arabic. Your you, right? Which means what? When Yeshua or Jesus was talking to Peter, when, when Peter, he said, yo, you are, he said, we say, you're behind me, opposition, shakanas. He said, you love the ways of the world. You are indulging into the lustful ways, and you want me to think that you are walking on your higher, you on the living side. So what I'm answering you is, he set up these schools, 90 degree angle, right? Which is the schools of righteousness that carried out the rest of the teachings from Tahuti L on up, which L is a 90 degree angle when you draw it out, right? And it was teaching people the sacreds or the sciences or L chemi, the chemistry of L. This school became known as masonry, all right? Now, what I'm about to tell you I just hope that you can write it down because you may not even catch it when I'm saying it, or you may, depending on where you walk, right? Is that these names are not names. They are 
Write this down. Passwords. Okay? When you when you say, listen, these are passwords. Right? And for any brother or sister in here, I don't intend to impart onto eavesdroppers. I'm only intending on uh, explaining what is, 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 is being expressed. To answer this question truthfully, I can't do it any other way. It's a password. Boaz is a password. You understand that? It will allow for people who are dealing with you to know what level you are as it pertains to the angles or the or the latter step. Or you get to the peak, which means the top. All right? So the answer to you is what I think about them. Here's what I know about them. Those are passwords. And when you say password, it took the ancient Egyptian word pa, which means the, and the, uh, the S word, which means the sword. What is the double-edged sword? The double-edged sword is the sacred and secret word. So you say sacred or secret. I'm a part of the secret society. But then they already know you don't know what you're talking about. When they ask one of the presidents, <laughs> what about the skull and bones, which is 322? Genesis 3.22 says, Now the man has become like one of us, knowing the good from evil. That's what the skull and bones are talking about. When you have to die and become born again into life, that's 3.22. Which they want you to think is just March 22nd. No, I'm telling you what it is. But he asked him, yo, can you tell us about skull and bones? He said, well, all I can say is, I am in a secret society, and it's so secret that I can't say anymore. Because he's telling you it don't have anything to do with the secret part. It has everything to do with the sacred part. If you keep the sacred information sacred, then people will just hear you say Boaz and think you're talking about some biblical character. Or people will hear you say Elijah and think you're just talking about some biblical character. No. These were positions that would be in hell. And if you say Boaz to the right person, that's a password. It'll allow for you to get through certain doors. But only if you're on that level as an entered, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, 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 an student. Or one who came in under that, under that right. You understand that? I hope you will take your notes because it won't it won't just necessarily be explained or understood immediately. But if you took note of it and go look into what I just gave you, it'll help you understand the Bible more. Jesus was a Mason himself. That's his order. Melchizedek was a Mason himself. But when we say Mason now, what people think of? Luciferians. Well, let me give you a sacred. It's not a Luciferian order. By definition of the process, it can't be Luciferian. Before you start traveling as a mason, you have to profess or confess one thing. It's, it's similar to the shahada that the, the Islam brothers have or, or the Muslim brothers have, right? On their right of passage to become a mu'mineen or a, or, 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 a, or a Muslim because they're mu'mineen through the process. And then they become Muslim when they finally in the bosom of Allah, when they really understand who the supreme being is. When you start walking as a mason or a traveler, the first thing you must confess or profess, right, because it's taken into how you walk your life out, is that you have some sort of belief in a supreme being. Some of them said Lucifer. Some of them said Allah. Some of them said God. Some of them said El. Some of them said Krishna. Some of them said Brahma. They were saying any way, shape, form, fashion, if, when you start walking this walk, do you have enough tug on your etheric core or your rope to keep you connected when you go into this ground and you have to die and you have to be born again? The same thing Jesus said to you, the same thing John said to you, you have to be born again, taken through this baptism of what you think is water, which is really the womb, the same way the dirt is the womb. You go into the dirt and you're born again into a brand new person. So here's your password and you say it to them, what was the password? It's a gift. 
the same type of gifts that the Magi, who were also Masons, came and gave Jesus at the foot of his birth uh, place, according to the story. They were tokens. If I give you a token, a, a token, that means I'm giving you a grip, all right? And I'm pulling you out of the mucky mouth. That's the lion. I'm pulling you out. Now you have passed over, okay? This is your Passover. Here is your password. And when you go into these other realms and these other places, not only do you know the password that is uttered and spoken, you know all of its symbolism too, or its allegory, where you can represent it without having to open your mouth, which they call being able to recognize a brother or a sister in the darkness as well as in the light. Do you understand that? The Bible is a Masonic book. That's where you get the word instructions from, basic instruction before leaving the earth. Uh, all facts, facts. All if facts. nobody else follow you, I follow you.